life on the road. It's these tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and these fights, cancel flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, <laughs> drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order marathon. I'm like an old lady holding my bag. That's not an old lady bag, though. No, it's, it's very no. hip. That was like given away, right? That was free? No, my mommy bought it for me for yeah. Christmas. So it was free. You know why? Oh, so it's from an <laughs> it old <was> lady. Free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, smart. Mm. Can you, do you need more liquids in mm. front of you at yeah, this I got point? Issues, I okay. Issues. You got like four bottles awesome. of different liquid there. Guys, thanks Hope for tuning in to Road Stories. I am your host, Murray Valeriano, uh, part of All Things Comedy. Have you been to the All Things Comedy site lately? You should go. It's great. It's got a lot of great shows on there. You got the Monday Morning Podcast with Bill Burr. You got uh, the Dork Forest. You got uh, what's Dean Del Rey's show? Let there be talk. Uh, let there, let be, there be, talk. be talk. You got what we were just talking about? Aaron Foley's show. Aaron Foley. Uh, Sports, Sports without, without balls. balls. Sports without balls because mm. they're girls. Ha <laughs> 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 um, Some of us don't have balls. Uh, yeah, and a bunch of other ones. You, you go to the site. It's right there. It's at All Things Comedy. It's early. We started recording early, and I'm still dragging ass at, at 10 a.m. So, uh, And when that, did you start doing the early shows? Last week, Aaron? Okay. Yeah. Last wow. week. Yeah. Is it a rent thing? No, you know what it is now? It's my I drop my kid <laughs> off at preschool, oh, and then I so can just get over here. So oh, you, got, you guys have to suffer for me not pulling out. Yeah. Gotcha. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks buddy. Wow. <laughs> All right. Some Lesson kid, learned. Huh? Let 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 me set the tone. Go ahead. Let Jeez. me set the tone. Go ahead. It's, it's late nineties. Mm. It's the comedy store. Mm. I like it. I'm in the back. I'm gonna go. It's potluck. Okay. This is before I was made a regular and then kicked out. Mm. Um, I'm sitting in the back. A waitress brings me a beer. A waitress that I may or may not have been having a fling with at the time. Mm. Interesting. Okay. It's odd. Got Wait, it. No. Go ahead. She gives me a beer. I'm watching Freddie so Soto, business. the late great Freddie Soto yeah. is hosting. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting to go on. Eleanor Kerrigan, a waitress, comes by. That's mm-hmm. me. Gives me sh- gives me shit about the so angry waitress that I may or may not be having a fling with at the time. Right. <laughs> Continues. Right. I drink my beer. I'm not getting up tonight. She can't serve well because of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, oh, who's the who's the comic who would always do four hours? Black dude. Eddie Griffin. Eddie Griffin comes yeah, in. I realize I'm not, four hours, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting on stage. I'm not getting on stage tonight. I go to leave. Somebody stops me and says, wait, before Eddie goes on, Carla Bowes, CD LeBeau is coming on. Oh, you know, for yeah. CD is a while. Wow. He's like, you got to yeah. see this guy. So I stuck around and just saw a stand-up act I'd never seen before. Just full of life, full of characters, stories, beginnings, middle, and ends. It was great. And today... Carla Bow and Eleanor Kerrigan, who is now a, stand-up. a great stand-up comedian, yes. no longer a waitress. <laughs> exactly. Do you so, believe it took so long? Like, all those years waiting uh, tables there, and when then you, left, and then came back as a stand-up. Oh, so you left, you were waiting tables at the comedy store. Mm-hmm. You left to become a stand-up. No, I quit to get married for the second time. Oh, uh, what was his name? Out. I forget his name. Uh, we just call him ADC. Okay, <laughs> we'll call him ADC. <laughs> By the way, the only uh, good thing about okay. vinyl... Uh, un- unbelievable and, yeah. and they killed him in the first episode yeah, sorry spoiler alert yeah, so, yeah don't spoil yeah. it's so good though he's so good in it I was uh-huh. so proud of him he's yeah. great he's yep. the best he was the best part yeah he yeah. was I wrote show, him to tell him that the show's mm-hmm. awful I, yeah uh, it's <laughs> well, slow at points but it gets better it, I okay. love the third and fourth you. episode okay I'm gonna I watch really the third did. one tonight. the 19th one I just think is the best <laughs> oh really alright so we all have something to look forward to the first one was two hours and it was like a lot of setup, I felt like. Sure. And then mm-hmm. Dice honestly did steal it. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. For me, I mean, I'm a little biased, but right, right. Yeah. I just was like, oh my God, he really killed it. Yeah. But yeah, I was engaged to Dice. Uh, my second ex-fiance, mm-hmm. he hates one. Oh, I, I thought you guys wow. actually got married. Oh no, I'm not a closer. <laughs> That's not for me. Back then she was just opening. <laughs> hey yo. Still opening, by the way. <laughs> hey yo. Uh, God, it's early. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. And so, <laughs> nice to get a laugh and wipe the sleep out of your eye at the same time. <laughs> Thank laugh. you, everyone. Get a laugh and crunch on Are the table. Cameras on? <laughs> yeah. Shit. Go home and uh, nap. <laughs> But yeah, so I left. I got we got engaged. I left, and we were gonna get married, and then unfortunately, Freddie passed away. Right. And then it was like this weird thing that happened. Like I just, 
it was kind of like this is your life happening mm-hmm. and it was horrible and I felt bad because I truly sabotaged my relationship with Dice. Oh, really? Well, death is, I mean, you're close to Freddy. Yeah, he was my best friend in the world. Yeah. It was just, mm-hmm. it was just weird. It was just, and then there was a lot of stuff. My grandma passed away like 20 days later. Oh, it was wow. like really, so All of it hit you at once. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, and then I started getting like real crazy and being like, what am I doing? What is, this isn't what I want in life. Mm-hmm. And then I started, uh, fortunately, Andrew and I, don't hate each other and right. didn't and even when we broke up it was mostly like we pounded it and walked away you know which most relationships should do is that do. a sex just, term? no 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 just kind it's of a, oh, they you knuckled oh you knuckled, knuckled. Yeah, okay yeah. they <laughs> pounded it that's what got him in the relationship ah, gotcha they knuckle pounded it to leave <laughs> oh, yeah. maybe yes. that's a problem with my marriage right you now just we're just knuckle pounding all the time well try high five and that works uh-huh. too it's right. kind of like a fair see you guys and we're all still really close like I'm still close with his boys I'm close with him I still tour with him so but when I left I started doing this like one woman show and because I thought, oh, this is how I'm going to get get it out, back, get it out, get back on my feet and this whole thing. And he came to see it and he's like, you're doing stand up, stupid. And I'm like, what? <laughs> That's, I don't think that was nice. But that was our relationship. And uh, so so he took me on the road with mm-hmm. him only three months really? into doing Mm-hmm. What I thought was a one woman show, it was right? Really stand up, <laughs> yeah. Right. But I'm like, no, this is a woman. Like, I'm not a stand up. You know what I mean? You're a, Carl's a stand up. Like, Bill Burr's a stand up. Dice Dom, I rare. You know what I mean? Like, I'm an <laughs> idiot. I'm. I don't. Right there. Oh, who, oh yeah. Aaron is a stand. Oh. No, Aaron's <laughs> not. Aaron's not. No, what? but you know what I mean, Murray. <laughs> Shut <on>. up. <laughs> it's nice to have Ellen on the show. Uh, Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come out at one point. I, 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 I don't know what I'm going to do to get famous. But that might be right. it. <laughs> Say thank you to Eleanor for being on the show. I'm sorry, Carl. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, but you know what I mean. Right, like, right, I, sure. I, it was like you're like out of out of the about. frying pan into the fire. Right? Yeah, and so he, uh, three months in, he took me on the road, and we had had a show on VH1 at the time, a reality oh, show right, yeah. called Dice Undisputed. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. Oh God, I blocked it. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. And so he uh, he was like, "Look, come on the road. We'll promote the show." And I was like, "All right." So I did it three months in. And in California, it was great. Yeah. Was, everybody was so nice. Where were you like, playing? Wow. We did uh, Santa Rosa. Bowls or? Wells or Fargo Center. Wells Fargo. Yeah. So you go from smart. the belly room so, to yeah, Wells Fargo. Belly room yeah. in front of eight people <laughs> sure. to 2,500 people. Yeah. And it was packed. Yeah. And then the, there was two. There was the Santa Rosa Wells Fargo Center and then this other one in like Redding. Mm-hmm. Like, and it, it looked like it was a parking lot. In the mm. afternoon, but mm-hmm. then all of a sudden it was a, a venue, like right. a, a makeshift tent. And it was 1,500 people, mm-hmm. I believe. And we had sound pro- – it was that part of it stunk, but mm-hmm. we got it. Like, it was still going. Then we flew to New York. The show got canceled. Really? <laughs> and Andrew was like, don't worry, they're going to love you from the show. And I went out there, and as soon as I said I'm from Philadelphia, they were like, boo. boo. <laughs> <laughs> I got booed so yeah. hard off the stage. In front of 2,000 people yeah. at the uh, Westbury Music Fair. Oh, Jesus. In I saw Long concerts Island. there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And Andrew was like, oh, you should wear something cute like this, these little shorts and these yeah. high boots, this, some sure. outfit that he remembered I had. Sure. And I wore it, and I had a cute little half bra that made me almost look like a girl. And I was uh-huh. like, I got this. <laughs> They were booing me so hard, I was sweating. The bra slid down. <laughs> <laughs> I le- like it looked like I had tumors. On Boo, again. <laughs> Boo again! Boo again! Boo, sir! Get off the stage! <laughs> Get out of here, Caitlin! <laughs> Those boos aren't fooling anybody. It was so bad. Uh, and then uh, my sister. I remember my sister drove up from South Philly. My older sister, and. Uh, they were booing, and I saw her stand up and look at me like, what do you want to do? Yeah. Fight this whole fucking room. Because I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> she was so angry. Stop fighting everybody in here. That's my sister, brother. You know what I'm yeah. saying. And we're built the same. Yeah. We're both like skinny. What do you want to do? Oh, shit. There's two Caitlins. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. That's a Philly girl right there. Oh, my God. It. it was so hardcore. I, I saw her taking her earrings out. I'm like, oh, shit. Here we go. But Did that, the stage rotate for you? That night? <laughs> you know that? that yeah, and you know what's great is when it's going around and you're boo, and yeah, it gets loud. You gotta give a chance for the other people to catch up. I'll breath. be to you people in a minute. <laughs> you calm down. You guys holding stuff, getting ready to throw. Yeah. Here I'll she be comes. over there in a minute. I'm just dealing with the booze right here. Here she comes. Hold on. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Louder. <laughs> so it was horrible. Oh, man. And then again the next night at the State Theater in Jersey. 
Is where's the State Theater in Jersey? That's my hood. Uh, good question. All right, you blocked it's it. It's north, out. definitely, but right. I blocked it. Uh, I've been back. And Not the PNC, since. is it? Uh, I it's, forget. I don't know. It's, I don't know. I've heard. I've had several people who opened theater. for Dice on the show, and like uh, said, they got booed. Oh yeah, I thought I was the only one. Eric Edwards. Back, oh, back God, when he was yeah. fat, God, Eric. Love Eric. Oh, my God. Those two were almost in a plane crash. Did yeah, they that told story? that story on here. Jeez, <laughs> uh, Matt Voltron, I think. I didn't know Voltron. Maybe, maybe that, Voltron was on with Eric Edwards, but somebody else was on. Yeah, because Voltron did, uh, he opened for Tosh for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I get mm. Tosh and Dice love, confused all the time. Yeah, that's different. They're so <laughs> similar. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, I love Voltron. I would kill to mm-hmm. work with him. Uh, he's one of my favorites. Oh, he's one of my good friends, man. Other than Murray, he's one of my. Right. I haven't seen Eleanor in. <laughs> I haven't seen Eleanor in what? It's been a long time. I do remember running into you at that podcast festival. Yeah, we did. Yeah, the like podcast festival, but that was like a high buy kind of. Yeah, it was because you were working. Yeah, and yeah. then I was doing red bands. Right. Uh, forget what it's. But called. other than that, I mean, we used to spend a lot of time together in the Hell store, yeah. man. Yeah, it was the store was me, killer. you, Bobo Shack, the Shack, Shack who lives a block away from me. No sack is what we like to call because <laughs> <laughs> he got married at nineteen or something ridiculous. That's right. Like that. Oh yeah, we torture his. Life. Jason Hartz. The Hartsicle. He's in uh, Boston? Boston. He's got two kids now. Oh, he does? Yeah. Is he still got a... This is uh, down memory lane. We'll get to I you know, in a minute, yeah. Carl. Yeah, Carl <laughs> just, Don't worry. This, tight, I get buddy. to sleep. Sit tight. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love Jason Hartz, uh, but I, if I go to Boston, I try to see him? meet up, have Oh, cool. Tell him I said yeah, hi. Yeah. I haven't talked to him in a long time. He's a great guy. And um, Lauren Peltz. Yeah. Lauren Peltz. Well, Fishman. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's married. married now. With married, kids. yes, yes, kids. Awesome. You remember Lauren, right? Or no? Uh, if I saw her, yeah, yeah, yeah you know. she was like raspy, talk like this. Yeah. Hey, Carl, what's happening? Yeah, <laughs> I've known a lot. Mitch, of that. you want to get high, <laughs> Lauren? <laughs> well, and she used to date. Uh, this is a, I hope she she's not listening. It doesn't right. matter. Oh, she doesn't talk to me anymore. <laughs> she wouldn't talk to any of us. And uh, no, she's still my best friend. But she. Well, she's my best alive friend. That's what she says. Because I always, <laughs> I always said, Freddie's my best friend. Well, I'm your best alive yeah. friend. I'm We're like, it's here. not a competition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> but she, uh, she was nutty, and she used to date Alan Steven. Okay. Do you know then Alan? I do know. I, I've had Alan on the show. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. So Alan, Freddie and I used to torture them because, especially Lauren, because obviously we were closer to Lauren, but you'd call Alan's house, and it'd be like, Hello? Hey, Alan. No, it's Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie would yes. do it to her all day. These guys. <laughs> she gets so mad. Why do you keep calling me out? <laughs> are, uh, are you and uh, that whole crew still talk? Or do yes, you guys have I actually ran into Alan. And I don't want to bring up anything too personal. No. Uh, well, I'm an open book, so okay. it doesn't matter well, what you it. bring up. Yeah. What's Alan's uh, problem? Yeah. <laughs> what an ass. Alan's always been Alan, so... <laughs> If you want to hear a story, ask him one question. Oh, just man. One, just one. One, that's all it takes. I usually have two comics on a show. I just had Alan on. Uh-huh. Alan on? Oh, well, <laughs> good for you. You need it after, Hi, for Dr. sure. Dr. Freud. Uh, <laughs> I just had Alan on by himself. Uh-huh. And I was like, hey, Alan, how you doing? And we're like, okay, we got to wrap it up. Uh-huh. <laughs> how am I doing? I'll tell you, I've done it. started in the 80s Lauren? when I thought oh. I was doing good. <laughs> Why do you always call me Lauren? <laughs> no, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. Uh, he's a good guy. I had on the show. So, so you guys still tight or uh, talk or? It, no, I think the time has drifted everybody apart uh-huh. into, you know, at that time when we all met, like he was, to me, he was the biggest asshole. I did not like him at all. Uh-huh. And I was a starving young guy living on the streets, but I was a doorman. Was this back in Houston? No, this is here. Oh, oh here. I first okay. moved here. Uh, within the first six months of being here. And he was very tight with Mitzi. He was very tight with all the guys. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. He, he kind of ran the store. The under, He was the underground yeah. guy that ran the store. And so when I was out here starving, you know, it turned into you eventually needed him for one little favor to get you back in when you got kicked out. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think in my four years of doormanning, I got kicked out probably 15 times. Sure. <laughs> For months at yeah, a Mitch time. Yeah, Mitch used to do it like it was a, a hobby. Oh, yeah. I got kicked out, out twice, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. I haven't been back since the last one. Mm. Was, it, was that 97? 99, <laughs> 2000, okay, gotcha. 2000 gotcha. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When was your kick out? Oh, they they were every three months or so. Because <laughs> I, I used to walk. I lived at Oakwood Gardens, mm-hmm. uh, Barham. And I oh used to God. walk. You used to walk? Yeah. Yeah, That's, I used to walk from there. What's over that, seven Laurel miles? Camp, seven or eight miles. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> So some people want it more than others. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> I don't do anything unless Felix after 10 p.m. because of traffic. Yeah, 
Well, <laughs> I didn't the, realize the same way. <laughs> I didn't realize you could lie to women and make them think you loved them because oh. they drove yet. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so I hadn't learned that trick. So yeah, I lost thirty pounds in the first three, two or three months I was here. Where's this emaciated yeah. man? Oh, yeah, this right. skinny guy. Yes. Is that Dave Pierre Steppelganger? <laughs> So, so instead of hating So instead of hating it, I fell in love with it and then I started training for it. So during the mornings I would run the mountains <gasps> and then at night th- I would talk in three, four times a week and mm-hmm. walk it. Wow. You know, which took close to two hours. Yeah, yeah, easily. So, wow. Yeah. But so I carried a knife. Mm-hmm. And uh so I got in trouble for dropping a knife in front of you know, audience members want to see. Yeah. Hi, yeah. right, table for fork. <laughs> What's that? Is that a knife? Is that a switchblade? Sit down. Can't carry it. What are you oh, doing, carrying Carl. knives in here, Carl? <laughs> Listen, why don't you just take three minutes off and think about that? Oh. So, What's the thing about? I'm starving. Yeah, yeah. So Alan Stevens would, you know, work, work that magic. Oh, that's cool. So within a couple of weeks, you were back in. Right. So, so then you became friends with him because he was... Well, we had no. We, we needed a. We I, had to use them. No, it's just that I had a. I had a confrontation with him once, where, you know, I was twenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I stayed at his house. He wanted me to watch his cat. Me and me and Sam, Kevin, uh, there was three and Freddie Asparagus. So oh, oh Freddie Asparagus, Freddie Asparagus, like Kevin, Kennison, Kevin, Sam's younger. Oh, Kevin Kennison, right, right, and then Sam Kennison uh, and myself. And so we all stayed in his apartment one weekend. And watch for the, one cat. Yeah, well, well I I got asked to do it, but then, of cat. course no one else had home, so we all ended up, you know, Wait, having what his kind place. of pussy was in that house? Yeah, yeah, what a good cat. <laughs> and, we loved uh, her. So we stayed. Then when he came back, there was something about how many people fucking stayed here. Pointing in my face. Why is the cat smoking? Uh, yes. <laughs> is that a trench coat yes. on the cat? <laughs> Why does the cat have a deviated septum? <laughs> I was letting you open that door. Right. So it just, it turned into that thing where we had a fight. And then after that fight, he and I, after that, in each other's face, pointing and about to pop each other, mm-hmm. something happened. And all of a sudden, we became very good friends. Oh. I don't know if it was. Such a normal because thing. I, How very yeah. first grade are you guys? Yeah. I don't know what it was, but it was, I think because he thought I was like Sam's little brother. And so he didn't get to know me. And wherever Sam went, I went. That, that little thing that I had to fight all the time back then. Because mm-hmm. these guys were about the same age, five or six years older than me. And I didn't like him, and I didn't like Mitchell either. And then oh, as I Mitchell got to Walters, know them, yeah. yeah, and as I got to know them, I realized that was just their front. You yeah. Know, it was yeah. Just yeah. The character. They're not, yeah. To, to push people away when they wanted to, and when they wanted to let them in, they did. So then how'd you go from, you know, almost fists to you guys toured together, didn't you? Uh, later, yeah. Later. yeah. Much yeah. later? Yeah. Well, yes, that was this would have been eighty in the early 80s. So we oh, started, that was, okay. These guys, we brought these guys out in 86, 87. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was two years into Sam and I on the road. Okay, and that's right after Sam hit, or yeah, two years after. Yeah. yeah. So the first the first year was six hundred seat rock clubs and thousand seaters. Wow. And then I think a Letterman appearance. You know, Eleanor's second everything. gig. Eleanor's second gig. Yeah. Is yes. <laughs> yes. Sorry, sorry, people. But like you, I went from doorman to yeah experiencing crowds that were booming me off because we were playing rock clubs, so that's what they were used to doing also. Right, right. And they wanted to see this screaming guy. And so it took me three or four shows to <laughs> learn how to. But also... Three or four, huh? Well, listen, I mean, because you're traveling road dirt, you know, you're driving in that car 400 miles to do the yeah. next place. Yeah. And you have that time to think, like, I don't want to feel that again. Yeah. It's <laughs> I awful. don't want to feel it's it awful. again. And and because we were doormen or whatever, you didn't get to perform every single night. Mm-hmm. You yeah. got to perform once or twice a week. So for 15 minutes, now, you, now you're responsible for half an hour. Uh, in front of a crowd, it was it was a great throw into the fire and, yeah. and learn how to dance real quick. So oh, for sure, I, I love the experience. Mm-hmm. And from that, we went on to you know numbers, you know, like gosh, uh, my biggest one was Harley Davidson Motorcycle Convention. Oh Jesus, how many is that? I don't know. It had to be thirty or forty thousand. Wow, how do you even? 
how does that, how do how does that laughter? Yeah. You wait this, a half an hour between, between <laughs> punchlines. <laughs> it's two They're jokes. still coming in. Don't start the next one. Hold Play it. with the Hold segue. It. Facials. It's like a 30, 30 minute mug. I just got a call. They're getting it in the back now. They're getting it in the back now. You see the waves. Yeah, but it was really cool. That was probably the most frightening gig I ever did. Really? I would imagine, man. Yeah. Where's that Harley uh, convention? South Dakota. Oh, it's wow. not. Uh, it's not a. Uh, uh, yeah, Sturgis. Oh, okay. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. So wow. imagine we were having a party. Billy Idol's hanging out. Uh, it's one of those things where it's just the night's crazy. Uh, Julian Lennon's hanging out. Jeez. Uh, all this stuff's going on. The women are everywhere. The coke is on in every room on every floor. So uh, it's just a monster. We're rock and roll stars. Blah blah blah. We stay up for I think two days, <laughs> and then you pass out. You wake up with your hand on tits, and and oh my god, this room is crazy. Yeah. I remember. And there's you. a road. Yeah, there's a ro- <laughs> there's a road manager going. Guys, what are you doing? We got a, g- a gig tonight. <laughs> we got a we got a Learjet leaving in a half an hour. Oh so you get God. up and you grab a, a, a Ralph's trash bag and you throw a pair of underwear in there and a clean shirt and a hat. Jeez. And you just go and you and you wake up on a Learjet going too bad we can't enjoy this. <laughs> Boom! You land on your private plane. You land in, and they pick you up with a limo. You sleep through that. You get to a hotel and all you hear is motorcycles and see them on the street as they wake you up. And you walk into your room. They go. You got about two hours to nap up. So you pass out. You just you never woke up. Right. And then there's a burger in your face and a Coca Cola. Hey, what's going on? We're in Sturgis, and we have a show, and we're leaving in 10 minutes. Okay, but we can't get Sam up. Oh, give me, all right, give me his burger. And you walk in, and you just stick it in his face. And, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, we're in South Dakota. We're going to do this. We're doing the Harley Davidson motors. Like, yeah, whatever. Just give me. An, okay. And then they come, and they, they wheel the um, the clothes at a hotel. You know how you get that, that push cart? Mm-hmm. You take all your luggage. And they wheel it up, and then we put them on it and wheel it out to the limo. <laughs> and then they drive us like a four-wheel drive over this bumpy roads till you start to see the lights out there in the field. Oh so it's basically God. Woodstock. And we yeah. think we're doing some stupid gig and get out of there. Right. You know, Jesus. just disrespectful of the whole moment. And then you wake up when you see the back gate, and it's all the heads of all the biker gangs. And they're so excited to meet you. And the gates open up, and you pull in. And they took him into a trailer, and I went, I'm on first, so how's this work? Yeah, Carl, we know you are, man. This is really, you're going to enjoy it, dude. Just, you're really going to enjoy it. Let me see what I'm dealing with. So I walked to the corner of the stage, and it went on forever. Oh, man. (laughs) And the sun's coming down. The lights are starting to come on, and it's Woodstock. You're like, oh, no. And we've had those experiences of, boo, we're not here for you and your ass, boo. (laughs) So I thought it was going to be horrible, and it turned out to be one of the best gigs. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. That's great, because that could have gone both ways. Absolutely. I was going to say, it's Woodstock and the slight chance of Altamont. Yes, slight. That's right. (laughs) Look at that with the music reference. Yeah. All right. Well, he's got a Google. He's got a phone in his hand. That's true. Now, remember, your engineer, be quiet. In all honesty, for a second, I thought Murray threw his voice. And I was (laughs) like, how's he doing that? I was looking right at you, listening. Get some (laughs) fucking sleep. I don't even do drugs. Who let all the the bats in here? This is just natural. How embarrassing. I you know what was great I'm sorry, is, Aaron. I, is, I believe you're there. I know I can see you. It's, yes. It's like a beautiful mind. <laughs> so how long did I that how long did that go on for? Uh that craziness? Yeah. Up to his death. I mean, so he so died probably, right, still in the height, right? If I remember correctly. No, it was just starting to peter out where uh, where his 92. friends were he was yeah, he's starting to kick his friends out of the group for odd reasons and and uh, it was just that behavior had caught up, mm-hmm. and everybody was fed up. And mm-hmm. everyone, it was also scary because you can't stop this monster. And but you know, you'd also tell him, "Listen, you know, it's that or or me as a friend. I'm leaving soon." And he would find a way. He was a great manipulator, and most drug addicts are. Sure, mm-hmm. you of know. So now we blow it off to the, all those behaviors were mm-hmm. alcohol and drugs, and and that power that you get with success, that kind of success. Oh, sure, but. 
you know, it was just a train wreck. It was getting on a train wreck every day. It was waking up going, oh, what's this phone call going to be like? And the three o'clock in the morning phone calls, I'm stuck. I'm over here at some famous lady's house that I just slept with. Can you come get me in Bel Air? I was like, what? You know, so you're constantly in that situation of babysitting something that was nuts. So when it ended, uh, it was really weird to go through uh, the death of a friend mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the guilt I had for not missing him. That's oh, how bad it was. Right. Wow. wow. And I went through horrible guilt for the very longest time. And then when I found out all the things he had done to me behind my back and all the things he had done to a, everyone that loved him behind mm-hmm. their yeah. backs, yeah. I to get away from it, one of the things I did was change my name to my initials. And oh, I, is that why you went to see him? You didn't that. Oh, you never told me I that. was so sick of meeting his fans. Dude, we saw you and Kennison in 1990 oh, so at the such and such theater, and he's so great, man, and I miss him too. And I just oh, wanted okay. to tell you, and, and you don't. Yeah, and, wow. and you found out some things that changed your life. Yeah. And you're going through being angry and hate and all these different emotions that – were oh defining me at the time, yeah. mm-hmm. but how to deal with it when the person that you have a problem with is dead and famous. And so that was a, so I just changed my name to my initials. Oh, that's I didn't, interesting. Well, yeah, I, I didn't, didn't know, know that, that either. Mm-hmm. And I met you when you were going back to Carl. Yeah. That was when I first met you at the comedy store when you were still CD, but you were thinking about going back to Carl. Right. Because it was your dad's name? Were you named after your dad? Do I remember that correctly? No, my dad was named J.A. LeBeau. He wasn't given a name. Oh, okay. oh that's it. Yeah, he was J.A. LeBeau. I have an Uncle How O.D. Cool is that? <laughs> really? Yeah, I have an Uncle O.D., uh, J.A., and an, and, and an uncle Jim J. Bullock. Boom. <laughs> and we don't talk about Jim him much. We don't talk about him Jim much. Yeah, really, he's happy with his decisions in life. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that Cajun part of my family, the, so he was allowed, I think at 16 or 17, to name himself. Mm-hmm. With, so he named himself John Aladdin LaBeouf. But oh, J.A. was who he okay. was. So I, you know, I just went to my initials got oh. to be CD. Right. Now, did you head right out on the road yourself, or did you take a sabbatical? What? Uh, I, I took an unforced sabbatical to not know any bookers. I, all uh. I knew was promoters oh. from seven years of never worrying about booking myself because I was Sam's writer. I was sure. his opening act. Uh, you know. So to have that just as secondary part of my life, mm-hmm. not thought about, and then that death stops the train – and you've only got so much in savings. And mm. I think I made $6,000 the first year he died. Oh, wow. So he died. You know, it's, yeah. this is a good. Yeah. I, so I took th- the time off, but I also had to learn how to play the game. Again. This is a good lesson because I, I, a lot of young comedians listen to this show. And yeah. I have friends who open for big names. Uh-huh. Eleanor. No. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just because I'm, I'm meeting the guys who used to open for uh-huh. the bigger guys it's, I was watching. And now, like you said, they only so know hard. promoters. Mm-hmm. They don't know bookers. No. And so if, you, if you're lucky enough to get in front of a big name. Sure. No, that, that ride's going to end eventually. And it sure does. Be, and plus you need it to ride too. Yeah. Uh, to to end, you need it to end. Yeah, because uh, just like being the Beatles or a mm-hmm. band or anything where everyone's really tight, you're tight because you're all sharing so much. But once the lessons are learned that you need to go be yourself, then you have to step away from whoever the leader is to yeah. lead in your own life. Yeah, yeah. You know, so those things. I mean, ours. We were starving young guys in Texas, moved out here, and it just continued where we protected each other. Mm-hmm. But there was a time that I should have left. And I sold out because I was making, I was the most successful unknown comic there was. Right. I had the house in Malibu. I had the apartment in Los Angeles and I didn't get recognized everywhere I went. So I had that life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, my joke was that I lived in Malibu right next to uh, some of the biggest people, the Disney mansion, which was 25 rooms. Right. Uh, uh, what's the, what's the, what's the comic? He's around for a long time. He's uh in, in a mad, 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 mad world. Oh, uh, uh, Buddy Hackett. Buddy Hackett. Buddy Hackett, Buddy Hackett oh, was my neighbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's two, Aaron. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> uh, of course, Kennison. And uh, Roseanne rented the house right next door to me for uh, a summer. Uh, but these are properties. Mm-hmm. So I had, you know, I was the only thousand there on my block. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, yeah. Yes. It was the only thousand there out there. <laughs> so I got to live all that. So by taking care of my family, by making sure everybody got what they wanted, I had the toys, the cars, mm-hmm. and that party constantly. And I became the babysitter. Mm-hmm. 
And so I didn't know enough about addiction and all that stuff to, I guess I was enabling or whatever the, you know, the word is. You know, I didn't know how to, how to walk away from it. Cause I thought by being a good friend, you stay and you just protect and you know, and you make sure everyone's okay because 15 people's income depended on us showing up or him showing up, you know? So I just learned from that experience is we, if you're ever in that boat, walk away from it, right. create your own thing and go put up with the arguments and the fights and the bullshit because it forces them to clean up. Yeah. Wow. That's true. That's true. That if you lose good. everybody in your life because your behavior, you're the asshole and you get it one yeah. day yeah. and you lose everything. And I didn't know that. I was too young. Right. Well, you know. But now that I've lost everything several times. Thanks, guys. We know. Oh, now you know. From my own behavior, from his. You yeah. know what I mean? But you didn't lose everything. You got a sweet guitar over there. Well, thank you very much. That is- <laughs> I'm a big guitar fan, sorry. I, yeah. I'm not a big guitar fan, too, but he told me a great story about his guitar. Somebody gave you a cool guitar. Is that yeah, it? This is That's the guitar right That's there. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had a killer road experience mm-hmm. recently. Can I talk about Please. that? Please. No, no, no. That's yeah. why we had you on here. Oh, no. Rogue stories. This oh, is rogue. rogue. I thought it was rogues. <laughs> it just changed. It changed. Oh, all right. He's bipolar. It's going to be rouge stories later, and we're all going to have a makeover. Rouge. It will just be her talking. It's yeah. rouge stories. I don't it's have any rouge, rouge stories. <laughs> I put some on. <laughs> on my knees, too. Boom. Anyway, <laughs> I'm old. So <laughs> Back then, they used to get down on their knees. Oh, okay. Now they have chairs. <laughs> So Let spoiled, me come up there. Lady. Spoiled. <laughs> You're sick. No, but so I was uh, working with Dice in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Very excited to, you know, I'm always on the road with him. His crowds are amazing, whatever. So I'm always nervous still. Sure. I'm nine years in. February is nine years for me. So mm. I'm like, I could do this. I'm getting better. They don't boo me anymore. This okay. is awesome. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm sitting in the green room. And when I... When I I walked into the green room and I saw sitting in there Carla Bull and Alan Steven talking to Dice. And I'm like, oh, hey. And I get all excited. Yeah, sure. And then Andrew goes, this is what we're going to do. Alan and Carl are going on, and then Eleanor. I'm like, what? <laughs> Let's make this a night at the comedy store. Yes. And I'm like, in the 80s? So I'm terrified. When you were nine? Yes. No, well. <laughs> I'm letting you go. So, thank you. And then, uh, so I was like sweating, and I'm pacing, and I'm like, oh, my God. Alan's out there. because like they Alan always, opened. Alan opened, but they say he's like the best host yes. ever. Yes. Alan you know? is the best host? Yeah, yeah so he's, Alan's he's, out there. Is that, that's a muscle that's been trained for a long time. Yeah, yeah. He walked right out and grabbed him. Yeah, nice. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And it's a yeah. dice crowd. I'm like, how do they yeah. do that? Right. Do no they booing. know? Yeah. No booing. There's no booing. <laughs> no, one boo. And he went out and he's killing and I'm like, oh shit. And I'm pacing. Carl's like, don't worry, you got this. You got this. I'm sweating. My sure. bra's slipping. Kidding. I had straps. I, I learned. I learned. I learned. The past lessons have now been learned. <laughs> and um, I'm pay- then Alan comes off. He Carl goes on. He's, I don't, I think he did 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. He got eight giant applause breaks. I'm like, (laughs) I was literally putting my jacket on trying to get out of there. I'm like, I can't, Andrew, I can't do it. I got, I got to go. I just got a phone call. (laughs) But it was amazing. Yes, it was. was. And then, and then by the way, because you went out and you absolutely destroyed it. And that audience had one their money back before Dice ever got out there. Oh, sure. And I yeah. think that's so something true. I learned as a, when I was a young guy opening up for mm-hmm. Sam and stuff. Uh, you've learned it through your experiences. <laughs> yeah. That, man, that audience, once you win them mm-hmm. and it's someone else's show, uh, it's bread and butter. I mean, it's, it was it, just the best. But it was we hadn't seen each other. Seen, I know. It, and, it was and so long. For me, uh, Eleanor, I've known and loved her since way back when. Sure. Uh, also, I started in 93 at the store. And oh, my wow. girlfriend okay. then had trained her for the mm-hmm. job. <laughs> so we were all close. And to me, she was always one of the guys, because you can go in there and some waitresses, that's our family. That's who mm-hmm. we hang out right, with all night. Right. Yeah, yeah. And Eleanor was always the ball-busting, one-of-us <laughs> kind of girl. And you go, she ought to do stand-up. Right. And then next thing I know, she was a professional wrestler. I went, oh. Oh, I forgot it. about that. Yes. I remember well, that. Sometimes things well, take Aaron, a different yeah. turn. Yeah. Aaron. Well, when you've been almost married twice, I guess you know how to wrestle. <laughs> Aaron remembers you wrestling. Aaron, you do? No, I was here for Sports Without Ball. Oh, oh, Aaron. I got excited what? like I was I getting know. recognized. Oh, Aaron, what are you doing? You. That's three. You're done. You're oh, right. Yeah. I forgot. I did tell Aaron Foley about it, and she was like, why do I not know this? Why do I not know you're this? A, you weren't a glow girl. Uh, glow, that's, remember when you told me I wasn't old? 
Get your shit together. Yeah. That was long. That, that was when I was a kid. Okay. Blow was out. All right. Yeah. And uh, Wow came out. Wow. Oh, Wild, Women of Wrestling. Yeah, Women of Wow. And it came out in two thousand. Wait, what is Wow soon? Women of Wrestling. Oh, Women of Wrestling. All right. Wow. I remember the song. Wow. <laughs> so gay. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I remember. Um, I used to go to the Wolf Games. Women yeah. of Football. <laughs> <laughs> wolf. <laughs> 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 but anyway, <laughs> why is it every time I take my helmet off? <laughs> Shut up, Alan. Just keep playing. Lauren, Alan. Lauren, your back is so hairy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> By the way, me and I went over to Alan's one day. He took his shirt off and he was doing his pool. I went, nice sweater. <laughs> yes, yes cool. go ahead. Anyway. Um, <laughs> wow. Wow. Women of Wrestling. Wow. Okay. So uh, I have a big family. I have nine brothers and sisters. Oh, right. And yeah. I have six brothers. So I was always a tomboy. I like I really honestly didn't believe I was a girl. Mm-hmm. Had to defend yourself the yeah, whole time. Until yeah. my mom was screaming, put some clothes on. You know, like <laughs> I just I really did. I shared a room with my brothers. There were right. seven of us in this one room. Like I don't like I'm not a I didn't recognize being a girl. Sure. And my mom hated it because she had four boys in a row and all she wanted yeah. was a little girl. All she wants is a little delicate doll. flower. Yeah. What she got was Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> and so <laughs> sorry, mom. And so uh I like I was so when I went to the audition for the women of wrestling, uh-huh. I took it as a joke. And I at the comedy store late night was messing around. I had a, a we were doing characters. I was telling the comics what I had to do. So it was like Rogan, um, you know the lo- the normal whoever yeah, yeah. was hanging out, right? Mm. I just remember Joe because Joe was like, "Yeah, go do a character, do 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 something stupid." So I w- would come go out of the kitchen and come back as a different character all the time and play. And they're like, "Yes, that's <laughs> it." So the the one we came to a decision on was me coming in with a baseball bat and hitting things in the office and just like yelling like I learned from other wrestlers sure. and saying all this crazy shit. Right. So they were like, from when you were with Glow. Yeah. When I was with Glow as a child. And uh, <laughs> so I went and it was in a hotel lobby. So you know you're killing it. Mm-hmm. You know that's sure. prime time oh, yeah. auditioning. Oh yeah. And I went in and I did the character and they were like, okay. Like frightened of me because <laughs> I'm hitting shit in the office. And I got the job and I was like oh shit now I'm stuck <laughs> I gotta do this now what am I gonna do yeah so I called my mom I go mom don't be mad I think I'm gonna take this it's a wrestling show mm-hmm. she's like oh honey I'm so proud of you I'm like really cause she hates me being a tomboy sure. I ruined my communion dress playing rumble fumble you know what I mean I'm not, <laughs> I'm not what sure. she wanted and yeah. so, uh, so she was like oh my god honey I'm so proud of you they have great women characters on that show I'm like Mom, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And we, I was on a cell phone, so I thought maybe she's not hearing me. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I go, uh, she goes, no, that you're going to love. They have great women characters. I go, Mom, it's not on yet. I just auditioned for the show. Right. So I go uh, home. I go, I'm going to call you when I get home. It took me like L.A. hours to get mm-hmm. home. So I call her back, and I'm like, hey, Mom. My sister answered, Karen. She's like, yo, you're going to be on West Wing? That's uh, no! Wow! What? What? No! And she goes, "Dad, mommy's telling everybody." She's like, "She's outside telling the neighbor right now." <laughs> she was so proud of me uh-huh. for about an hour. Sure, oh, that's the happiest hour of her life. <laughs> yes, no, I'm wrestling the president wrestling. of Wow. I'm not gonna hang out with Martin Sheen. I'm gonna have a woman with a mullet and a sleeper hole. Hold, please. Wow. Are you, wait, Wow. Is that anything like Woof? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it was awful. <laughs> but I love the show, the wrestling. I remember seeing you on there. I whipped forgot me about into that. shape. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I remember. A, I remember your shape. I, I didn't like work. <laughs> came out so creep. I, I even shape. told you. Does that whipped? <laughs> <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> no, it's a halter top. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Those are real. <laughs> I, just, I don't know why we're from Boston. <laughs> right. How long was that on? How long did you do uh, that for? A long time. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Three yeah. weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, you it did it for years, right? One year. One, one, year? Oh, one year? Two seasons, one year. Okay. Yeah, we got canceled real quick because the promoter, he got a little cocky. 
Oh, yeah. And we did a pay-per-view event. <laughs> oh, okay. He forgot we needed viewers. Oh, <laughs> so he charged $38 yeah, so what they to watch <laughs> something that no one knew about yet. I think one person watched and it oh. was him. So so it was a pay-per-view. Uh-huh. Just one pay, one view. It was awful. And we did, I remember the two girls that trained us did a cage match and they took it too far. The girl, I had to drag her out. She got 27 stitches in her head. Holy crap. Yeah. She was drinking beer. She said that helps with the blood like when you're drinking and you keeps the blood thin if you get pours. cut it really comes out even more she looked like she was in an Alice Cooper video like she was uh, covered I was like Shit. don't you want the blood to stop she was really? a cutter blood. she was a cutter, <laughs> was a cutter. Yeah. <laughs> right because my grandmother you've seen her mullet when I was no. five my uh, six my dad was a mom, my grandmother was a wrestling fan <gasps> and took me to Morgan City Auditorium in Morgan City Louisiana because my mom was on a date while my dad was in Vietnam. They were divorcing. And oh, I didn't okay. know it. I was a little boy. Right. So my grandmother took me to, she watched wrestling every weekend. And you couldn't talk to her when she was watching. I so we went her. and saw Cowboy Bob Ellis <laughs> as the headliner. Cowboy Bob Ellis fought the Dirty Dalton Brothers. I don't even know who and they the, are. Yeah, this was, this was, yeah, this is the 60s stuff. And I, I'll never forget it. I wasn't a wrestling fan, but those those names you saw me. You, you just went remember to the yeah, event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't watch it on TV. No, I went live wow. front row. I love wow. it. I love and your I grandma. didn't know it, but <laughs> Cowboy Bob Ellis was a cutter. So the Dirty Dalton brothers put on ching ching on their cowboy boots. What do you call those? Uh, spurs. Spurs. And they would take turns jumping off the ropes and splitting his forehead open, which I knew <gasps> they knew how to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was a cutter, so he would take the cuts. And bleed like a pig, and he would get up and shake his head because the blood was running across his eye, and shake his head like trying to find his, where am I at? And shake his head, and I'm the little kid up front with blood all over my face, all over my shirt, with my grandmother going, "Kill him! Kill him! Kill him!" And don't swallow the blood, honey. So years later, she told the story how she bought me a popcorn and a pop to keep me quiet and when that whole thing was over I had put my arm my fist through my popcorn the bottom of the popcorn and popcorn was all over the place where I was traumatized by <laughs> by the blood the bleeding and the massive beating right. I was watching which I thought was real yes. with my grandmother going kill him kill him <laughs> explains the hepatitis C breakout yeah. in Louisiana yeah. in the late 60s right? <laughs> I love I think her we, uh-huh. I think we found out where it originated yeah <laughs> I can't. I keep going back to the guitar. I apologize because I'm oh, a guitar yeah. player. But you told me a great story when we were in the lobby. Yeah. About you and Sam. No. Uh, uh, not about that guitar, but uh, that other guitar player. The story you wanted to tell about his old restaurant. Oh yes. Uh, we were talking about Billy Gibbons. Okay. Of ZZ Top. And when me and Sam were just two young guys working at a comedy club in Texas and Houston, uh, we were both we'd share a guitar with each other. I had lived on the streets just months earlier, playing by Rice University to earn my money to eat. Oh, uh, so you're busking? Mm-hmm. I was busking. Oh, very yeah. cool. And so when I met Sam, he was a pretty decent guitar player. He knew a lot more leads. I knew a lot more rhythm. And uh, so we started talking about music, and we always played, you know, uh, Jesus. Uh, what was more Billy's song? Uh, Jesus goes to uh, oh, one of the, Chicago or something, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> dun, t- dun. We, 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 we'd play the hell out of it. We found out through someone that we met at our comedy club that he owned a restaurant in Montrose. Okay, it was a Mexican cantina, and so you can go get some hot hors d'oeuvres, some beer, and stuff like that. So we lived in Pasadena at the time, so we'd drive in early to go do this. Our sets at night and five six nights a week and so we'd go over there two or three times a week trying to meet billy gibbons to wow. the cantina to the cantina every night so we'd we'd spend money it's called stalking we'd, we'd, yes okay. we were because we just we wanted to meet our it's guitar called, it's still called fandom one, yeah <laughs> one of our guitar heroes so we wanted to meet him never met him in that year that we we're there then came out to la and of course you know star for seven years and then everything happened and so a couple years in let's say 87 88 sam and i we, we had a place we had our own places, but we had places in Hollywood and, and, and at Malibu. And so we were staying at the Hollywood places and walked down to Sunset to go eat and walk right into Billy Gibbons on the street. <gasps> Huge fan of Sam's. Yeah. Right. You know, oh, yeah. And, and so we started talking and we had just recorded something. So we gave them a tape for their bus. And then the next trip in, they knew me really well. And it was like so cool to get to hang out with these guys and go to the concerts. Yeah, and, yeah. And all that. So anyway, we're having this dinner and we're talking and we're talking and we're talking and we're talking. And it's 
just like this, just easy, comfortable. Sure. And he's a real big comedy fan. So he had, you know, those guys live on the bus too. So they play their priors and they play, yeah, you yeah. know, just like we all did. So uh, we're talking and I go, oh, I got a story for you. I go, because Sam's not going to tell you. But we went to your restaurant at least three nights a week for a year hoping to meet you. And I'm glad this worked out that we finally ran into you. I mean, we have separately have loved your music for so long. And this is just so cool to meet you as a person. And he goes, the, the, in Houston? I go, yeah. When we first started, we were in Houston for a year. And so we used to go to your Montrose place. He goes, oh, no, I didn't own that one. I owned the, my place was the other side of town. <laughs> so for a year of our life, we went to God, the wrong restaurant. Up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was actually over at Mark Marin's studio earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ass just grows out of your forehead. Ass. <laughs> Where me and Sam just stopped and turned to each other and just, you know, like, just what? busted up. Yeah. <laughs> Same name, but wrong restaurant. Yeah. So, you know, well, okay. This is my buddy. This is my favorite Billy Gunn story. Half of my buddy, his name's Woody. So, Woody, if you're listening, I'm, I'm hijacking your story. Woody worked at a hotel, like the Lowe's Hotel here in Santa Monica, and that's where Billy used to stay, or maybe still does. And he got to know Billy Gibbons really well. And uh, Billy had just bought a new BMW. And he's like, oh, you got to come check out this new BMW I got. And so, I guess Billy's symbol is the eight ball. Yeah. He, he like he puts the eight ball on everything, so he had all the BMW circles replaced with, with eight, eight balls. balls. Okay, with the, the, not eight oh. balls of coke, but the eight yes. ball, the black eight ball. Right. So he gets in. He's like, "Hey, man, Woody, Woody, get inside, get inside." And so he gets inside, and he's sitting in, and the uh, steering wheel is eight ball, and he goes, "Look at the gear shift." And what he looks at the gear shift, and it's an eight ball, and he goes, "How, how, how?" <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I don't like telling other people's story, but that's my favorite Billy Gunn story. Now my second. Yeah. You guys, speaking of, I should have asked this. You ever get into fights in, in during shows or fights break out during shows? L, L's backing well, off the mic. <laughs> well, uh, I'm a street fighter for, uh, from the beginning. Billy. Yeah. South Philly. Uh, South Philly. Right. Yep. Um, and then uh, a wrestler. So yeah. the anger continues. That's been proven. And, uh, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you saw the pay per view. Right, I mean, <laughs> well, you did it, but you should. <laughs> we changed it to woe. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> he, <laughs> he knocked my headphones off. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah, I remember there was one night, of course, working with Dice. And I do have anger issues. Mm -hmm. So I try to, you know, I quit smoking. So now they're like right here. So I mm -hmm. replaced it with a lot of liquid. We'll okay. see what happens. <laughs> I have to pee a lot. Sure. Uh, so it prevents me from fighting. And then, um, so now I was on stage. Uh, I think we were working at the Riviera in uh, Vegas. Rest in peace, Upstairs. Riviera. I know. I love the Riviera. And uh, so we were working in the upstairs. That was my favorite room. I forgot what it was called. Starlight Theater, yeah. I think. Mm. And so um, anyway, so I'm on stage. And it, oddly, it was a Mayweather fight that night. Mm -hmm. So we were light. Our audience was light. But it didn't matter. You know, still fun. Still a decent-sized yeah. crowd. Not 2,500, but <laughs> maybe 25. And so so I was having fun uh, on Playing. stage, whatever, doing mm. my thing. And there was this... Uh, two couples and the girls were in the front the guys were in the back and this girl she was so i, I am i allowed to say cunty yeah sure it's too late uh she, <laughs> yeah cunty too late, yeah, yeah okay. it's probably Beep. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh god she was just evil mm -hmm. and um i was goofing around with somebody not even their table next to them and she just kept saying like this is stupid you know like and she's sitting like all dressed up and she just kept coming at me and i blocked a lot of it so i don't remember mm -hmm. all of her words but i do remember myself because when i fight a lot of times when i get real angry i'll just black out and then mm -hmm. i wake up in a cop car and i'm like shit uh, again what happened <laughs> and i and i always am like damn it and i'll see somebody like on the ground like Cause I, I, but now I get control of it, you know? And so, um, I, I felt myself like you could feel like the black coming and going like shut and, sure, sure. and I'm like, Oh no. And I felt myself walking off the stage and I saw myself just tearing her head off 
and then beating her husband with her. <laughs> he <laughs> That's the microphone. Her. That's the microphone. Sorry, sorry, That's not sorry, the sorry, Please sorry, take sorry. it easy on the and, and I And as I was walking off, my favorite, other favorite person in the world, uh, Valerie Dice's wife, who grew up out here, mm. uh, kind of a fighter as well, uh, very angry Mexican, Italian, Jewish woman. And uh, <laughs> I adore her. Like, if you look at her, you'd be like, no, she's too pretty to fight. But she whips her hair up in a oh, half a second yeah. and she's on you and her <laughs> nails are in you. You uh-huh. understand? Like, so I, uh, I, she saw me stepping off the stage and I, all I heard, the only thing that gave me clarity was her walking up. Cause I, I was like, I'm going to jail. Goodbye. Yeah. You know, bye, whatever. I didn't care. And I was walking off the stage at her and all I heard was, ah, uh-uh, bitch, you gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> and Valerie picked her up and took her out. And then Andrew was uh, listening to this backstage. And so I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm a professional comic. Oh, my God. I got to get the co- uh, audience back. Uh, 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 I got to get. And, I, and this is all happening in my head. But I guess words were coming out. And I was right. still doing stand up. Yeah. And so I finally came around. And I was I felt myself sweating. And I, I started to get them to laugh again. And I'm like, ha, ah, that was weird, right? You know, like, just, <laughs> yeah. oh, you guys didn't see what was happening inside me, right? You know, like, so I just kept going. And as I, I heard them laughing, I felt Andrew's hand on my shoulder and I was like oh I must have been doing really bad huh like, <laughs> I come out because they got excited and I was like oh that joke really hit oh hey <laughs> Just, and then he um, he was like it's alright they're gone we got rid of them yeah. and then uh, you know I was like, give it up for Andrew Dice Clay. And I, <laughs> I ran out and I was like, where is she? Yeah. Still ready to go. Still going, huh? Here, what happened yeah. was when she when they went out, Andrew went out to the lobby behind uh-huh. backstage and was like, get the fuck out of here. And he went after the husband. <laughs> yeah. So we're a match made in heaven. Yes. Yeah. Why didn't that <laughs> not work out? Why did that not work yeah. out? Yeah, <laughs> Valerie, Andrew, and I are just tagging in and out of fights. <laughs> That's how we do it. <laughs> you gotta go, bitch. <laughs> I was like, yes. So get your yeah. tickets to see Eleanor and Dice. Yeah, uh, sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Sometimes the heckling goes wrong, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Good. That'll teach him to shut up. It was up. so awful. It was the worst feeling, though. And I never want to ever right oh yeah yeah I, i've only got angry one other time on stage at the, in the or and right. that was and mine was in the or uh, so i would i was this a, is the original room of the oh, comedy sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so i was a doorman and my friend freddie asparagus was on stage so and he was funny. doing this character from three amigos yes, asparagus yes. And, and other things but you he had that character we walk on stage <laughs> he goes tonight I'm going to be doing something. <laughs> it's like, what? I love I mean, it. Yeah, right. And he, he had all these little scenes that he did. And so it was one of those things where it's maybe 20 people in the room. It's late at night on, on a Monday. And some guys' shadows were in the corner, and they kept talking. And it wasn't my job to tell them to be quiet, but somebody went over and told them to be quiet. And as the guy, whoever told him to be quiet, is walking off, a beer bottle flies across the room. And and hits the curtain and slides down behind Freddie like they actually <gasps> threw a bottle. At they Freddy. threw a bottle at Freddie, and without even thinking, there was no thought. It's just instant anger poured out of me, and I ran through the room, and I grabbed this guy by the shirt who was turning and laughing at his friends like he got away with it, mm-hmm. and I pulled him up and when I did I realized he was twice my size <laughs> he was probably and you're no small dude yeah I'm 5'10 but yeah. this guy had to be 6'8 it was like that oh stupid where he God. hunched over but I had this power rhythm he didn't know who I was so I was pulling him out of the room and down the staircase, and when I got him out to the outside area, he went to stand up to confront me, and I stepped on his his right foot, so it would have been my left side. I stomped on it, and when he came down, I, I brought my knee straight up and hit him right in the balls. And with that, he went, Ugh! and he, like wanted to vomit. And that's when I owned his shirt yeah, yeah. and the top of his hair. And I dragged him around the side of the building. I go, this is my club. You don't come in and disrespect comics. You don't throw a bottle to anybody. You're lucky I'm not fucking slitting your throat right now. I own this fucking place. Get the fuck out. And so I threw him out the front onto the street. Well, now there's 20 comics behind right, me. Sure. And the other three guys who are all over 6'5". So when someone when it gets all done, it's like God, dude. Now they don't know that I have to walk to the comedy store the night. They don't know that I'm starving. Yeah. Right. They don't know that I'm 
I am dying. I'm venting. You and never that, know where somebody's coming from. And my from. dad told me once, he goes, never start a fight. But there's going to be times in life when God knows you need to beat someone's ass. He's going to send that person to you. <laughs> that was my dad. So that's what I it felt him. like. It was that moment yeah. where all that young anger, starving, things aren't working out. But I, it was the greatest night of comedy. What The only thing we live for, the yeah. thing that gets you through the next day, and someone tried to ruin it or hurt him or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It turns out they were like the starting lineup for UCLA back then. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sorry, guys. So, so, but it gave me this image of being a real badass at the comedy store after that. Oh, nice. So, Ooh. which was nice to have. Sure. Was the image. Yeah, yeah. So I, I got into several fights back in those days, but it was always... Pr- Protecting myself, right? Never, sure. you know, something that you went after, but never fuck with a guy who lives on the streets. Yeah, man. you really should. You know, and you, and it's true. You never know where somebody's coming from, so you uh-uh. cannot. That's, you cannot. That's what I tell you. Tell mess with people. Listen, anybody who wants to heckle, you're not. You don't you're, know. You're, you're not, gonna, you're not yeah. just going to get the don't comic. Don't point at me, Carl. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're <not> get, <laughs> you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> you don't know what happened the other twenty three hours of that's that comic's right. day, man. That's I right. remember yeah. I unloaded. I had a huge fight with my wife. Mm. I, I, I just had a baby. I had zero sleep, and some yeah. some guy went at me, and I just I unloaded on him, and like to the point where I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like that was maybe too much, right? <laughs> like we're yeah. gonna. I think I just destroyed your spirit. Yeah, yeah. To do that. Yeah, have a I wasn't drink, buddy. Looking to kill your spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie. But his spirit animal's head's above my uh, fireplace. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Before we get out of here, one of my favorite things you guys, uh, Carl and Alan and Sam, did was uh, the Tonight Show. Ah, uh, and uh, all together. Yeah, that's, a, that's that. a great story. Go ahead. Yeah. Do you mind? Do you mind? Please. Do you mind? Uh, it's one of my favorite stories. Oh, good. We, we, were, we were on the road uh, doing shows, living on a tour bus for about a month. Mm-hmm. And the tour ended in t- um, Elvis's hometown of Memphis. Memphis, Tennessee, Tennessee my birthplace. So we had, we had a, a third cousin of Elvis's that used to travel with us. And he gave us a private tour. So we got to go and park our bus across the street at the shops mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then walk across the street, go into wow. Elvis's manor okay. and do yeah. the do the upstairs Tour. down mm-hmm. to yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So when we were done with it, we came back and everybody kind of split up and went in shops and bought stuff. We all bought Elvis glasses, mm-hmm. the silver out with the holes on the side. We all bought glasses and the, and then everybody started sauntering off toward the bus and they hadn't finished the little tour area of those buildings. And there was like a, a little song shop. And so I walked inside of it. And they had like six little phone booths. And it was like the 38 flavors of ice cream. It was Elvis's songs. You paid 10 bucks. And you went in and put on headphones. And they had sheet oh, yeah. music and all the lyrics. And so what they did is took out Elvis's voice oh, of all awesome. the songs. So you're singing with the Jordanaires. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and great. I went, oh, this is cool. I'll do... Uh, uh, I did that funny version of that song, right? With the real guys singing backup. So I record it. I go on the bus and we're just shooting the shit, smoking a joint, blah, blah. blah. I walk on. I go, guys, listen to this. I put it in the, you know, uh, cassette deck or whatever we had. (laughs) Whatever it was, that A track. We'll put a picture of a cassette back on our face. Someone get to the front of the bus and start it. (laughs) 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 So so I I put this thing on, and everyone starts dying laughing because they realize what it is. Where's this at? Where's this at? So we all went back in uh, and recorded, and Sam went in his booth. And and so when we came out, we're on the bus playing everybody's songs, and Sam's was like, are you lonesome tonight? Do Aww. you miss me yeah. tonight? And he's he's a good singer. Uh, it's you know church upbringing, so he right. sings it really legit. And then he gets that part where they go, you know, they say life is a stage. Everybody <laughs> must play the part. I don't know who said it, but it must have been some lion tramp. Must, and he just samized it. He that whole center <laughs> section, he totally destroyed it. And we're dying. I go, you got to play it tonight. Because we're in Memphis, yeah. And so what we did was the Outlaws, and then I headed the I I headlined the Outlaws. Then there was a twenty minute break for people to leave the theater, get mm-hmm. drinks, and come back in. Then Sam did an hour. So during that break, we played music. I go, that should be the last song of the break. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. cool. So sure enough, the lights going out there after the twenty minute break. That lets people know it's time to come back in, and they walk back in. 
Are you lonesome tonight? And they're listening. Oh, yeah, it's Elvis. And they all go to their seats. And yeah. They're all talking until oh, no, it gets to, I don't know who said that, but it must be a line whore. <laughs> and the place exploded when they realized wow. it was him. And then the lights came down. And then I introduced him. And he walked out to this thunderous thing. And he's turning to me going, that song was what a great way. Yeah, yeah. Where are you going to get to play a town right. and do an Elvis song and all of it, right? So we go back to L.A. the next day. That night, we came into town to do spots, but we went and ate at the Palm because they had painted Sam's picture on the wall. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we had our own booth. So we showed up at the booth, and we ordered our meals, and Jimmy, the maitre d', came over to us, great guy, and says, uh, <coughs> Sam, uh, Mr. Carson is sitting in the other room. Johnny Carson is sitting in the other room and would love to meet you. Like Sam goes, He'd been trying to get on the Tonight Show for years. Sure. Jim McCauley just cock blocked him, hated him. Oh, he was the booker. Terrible. So he goes, I'll be back in a minute. So he walks off and he's gone about five minutes. He comes back and he goes, Come on, I'm going to introduce you to Johnny Carson. I said, Oh, dude, cool. So yeah. we walk back in, we get to meet who we're raised on. Sure, who of course. We meet with every night. Yeah. Couldn't have been a cooler guy. So relaxed. Yeah. Love Sam. He goes, But uh, Sam, I want you to do my show. And how about next week? It sounds great. So I go, Johnny, nice to meet you. And as we're walking, I go, did you give him the tape? He goes, oh, I got the tape on me. I go, give him the tape. Give him the tape. He goes, uh, Johnny, we were in Memphis. I recorded this. The audience went nuts over the Elvis song. But this is my gift to you. You can have it. And then when I do the show, you can give it back to me. Uh, I love it. Sounds great. I love to Sam. All right, bye. Next day, Jim McCauley calls Sam, says, Johnny wants you to do the song on the Carson show next week. <gasps> So now Sam's freaking out as the week goes on. Yes, it's great. And he's telling all his friends. But I see him getting nervous as the week goes along. Mm -hmm. And he's like, this is, I don't know if this is going to work. I go, why not? He goes, because I'm singing it by myself. Oh. It's, it doesn't work. I, 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 you know, how do I, do I get a band to do this? I don't want, I don't want to go rehearse this with his tight ass band. I want my band. And I go, here's what we do. Those musicians that we met, blah, blah, blah. Let's do that. And since we're on tour, why don't Alan and myself and um, Mitchell Walters go rent Gold LeMay outfits and we all got our glasses and we'll Shut fake being the up. backup singers for you. Now you're comfortable. Now you're with us. Right. Now it's a comedy piece and you're in front of us. Oh, so that was that team thing where yeah, it yeah. comes together a couple days before we go to the Tonight Show. We've rehearsed it with our band that we hired. So they get to be on the Tonight Show. They get to play. And then uh, we went out to rehearse it, and Jim McCauley walks out right after we finished it and said, uh, Sam, just to let you know, we're not paying these three gentlemen to stand behind you. Johnny asked you to be on the show. You are now taking advantage of his generosity, and this is not going to happen. You were doing the show by yourself. And Sam goes, oh, well, no, I'm not, so fuck you. Come on, guys. And we all turned around and walked out. <gasps> So we're in our dressing room. We're loading the stuff up, and we're sticking with Sam's. Like, sure, cool, yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. Bye. Two yeah. minutes later, Collie comes in with his tail between his ass and says, uh, "Johnny said everything is a okay. Do whatever you want." He went, "Yeah, thanks." Jeez. So, the show, he gets introduced, <laughs> and saying what no one knew but me and Sam is that when we first made friends. One of the things we used to talk about was goals on these nighttime walks. Like, mm-hmm. what's in, what's, what's the goal of this whole thing? Yeah. And Sam goes, one of my goals is that I want Johnny Carson. One night, I want to, I want to do the Tonight Show, and I want Johnny Carson with his head on the table, and I want him banging the table, yeah. laughing so hard. That's what. That's my intention in this business. That's one yeah. of the things that I would love to see. So we go out. Uh, three of us are standing behind Sam. And then, are you lonesome? And he just nails it. Right. His voice is there. He's with us. And the crowd starts dying laughing because they realize we're fake singing. (laughs) We've got real backup singers up in the music stands. Yeah. And they're going, ooh. And we're going, and we're making the movements, but, but, and our mouths are moving, but, and it. they get it. They The audience realizes we're yeah. not doing this, that yeah. they're doing it, and we have it choreographed with our movement. He gets to that part. I don't know who said it, but it must have been some line. Tramp, she took everything. He does his whole thing. 
Crowd goes nuts. It comes back. Are you lonesome tonight? Oh, I hope you die. <laughs> Place goes crazy. We all turn around and do the Elvis point at Johnny Carson, and he's laying with his head on the table. No. Bang, oh my God. Banging the table. <laughs> and at that moment, tears ran down my face. Oh my tears God. Tears ran down his oh, face. Um, and then we went backstage, and that's when we got to hug him and take all those photos that someone recently sent me that I put on Twitter and excellent. Facebook and stuff. I didn't see uh, yeah. that. I have to look. Yeah. I got chills. I love yeah. that story. It's one of my favorite cry. stories, man. All right. I do will have ovaries. Fucking, yeah. Come on. <laughs> will you butch it up, will you? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I want to thank you so much for uh Yeah, that's coming. a mic drop story. Yeah, Thanks, guys. <laughs> See ya. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, sorry. Mics are expensive. Don't drop yes, them. That's right. Right. People don't really think about no. that when they drop the mic. No. You know, pay, somebody has to pay for yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I do it all the time at the comedy store. Well, yeah, it's like they've been trampled. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Those things, smell. <laughs> Those things still have AIDS on them from 81. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Eleanor Kerrigan, where can we find you? Uh, Woody, right here. Oh, uh, uh, on. I live in Santa Monica. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Beverly and no. Uh, Drink uh, some coffee, will you? I have iced tea. Uh, so Eleanor Kerrigan on Facebook, Twitter. Is that what you mean? Yes. Or, okay. All right. Yes. I don't know. Sorry, I'll be on, on a Kid Rock cruise first, uh, this weekend. Yes. You're not doing the yeah. Kid Rock cruise, yes. are you? Yeah, she's doing. Uh, Kid who Rock. else is doing the Kid Rock cruise? Somebody else I know is doing. Chris it. Porter did it last year. Oh. Somebody else? Yeah. I don't know. Or maybe it was Porter when he was on last year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. He got booed off. (laughs) (laughs) Don't. He said, at least least it's not a chick. Kid Rock. Kid Rock. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then I'll be at the Borgata in Atlantic City later this month. All right. Sweet. Carl, what's going on? Where can we find you, buddy? Uh, I am on Carla Both on Facebook. (laughs) And Carl underscore. LeBeau. The Carl underscore LeBeau. On, on, the, on the Twitter. On the Twitter. Yeah. But I love all that stuff now. I'm really getting into it. Oh, awesome. Good, good, good. So. I'm not sure if I follow you, but I will after this, yeah. for sure. Uh, guys, thank you so much, as always, for listening. I'm at Murray V on Twitter. Um, like I said, you're hearing this as I've got uh, Laughlin in my rearview mirror heading home. So I'm going to go ahead and say that was miserable. Um, <laughs> 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 Last time I played Laughlin, I was introduced to the Red Hat Committee. Okay. Do you know oh, that? Yes, I do. Yeah, I've done shows for them too. They're eighty-five-year-old uh, women, and they all wear the red hat. And they all yeah. wear the red hat. And mm-hmm. that was that was my. I think audience. I did Laughlin about four or five years ago, and yeah. they came to my show. Yeah. So I think it's a tradition for them to come see Carl or just no come to... to go to that particular club. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I guess. But if this airs, then so in a couple of weeks I'll be at Brad Garrett's. Uh, at ah. BMGM Grand oh, when are by you the time there? this airs out first week of March oh shoot I'm there first week of June uh-huh. uh, alright gotcha. well I'm in yeah. Vegas first week of June Yeah. Um, alright guys uh, thank Aaron for engineering today and uh, Aaron, thank- best in- engineering Ooh, cut drink some coffee uh, Aaron <laughs> that was really good engineering <laughs> you're welcome uh, thanks for the answers by the way and uh, come right. see these guys when you're coming to their town very funny thanks yeah. for listening guys thank you you want to know about life on the road it's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and bees, fights, kettle flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more, missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fists, your cell phone is gone, one big law and order marathon.